Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me this morning on the Joy FM. And in the studio today, I have another special guest. He is another brother from another mother, <laughs> Jeff Peacock from The Art. Jeff, thanks for joining us. Oh, Ken, thanks for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. And, man, checking out your new studio, this thing's nice. <laughs> it is, man. God has blessed us. And uh, for those who, who don't know, uh, I have mentioned before, we uh, set up a studio here at Love and Action. And now this is where we record our Sunday mornings with Love and Action, our Love and Action minutes, and soon some video interviews. I think they call that a vlog is that I, what it is? I think. I'm not sure. I'm not well, up on Well, this is set up. This'll, this is, I mean, you're up there with the best of them in here. This thing's nice. God is good. And I want to, again, thank Brother Ryan over in Enterprise for um, helping us set. Cause I, I didn't know how to set this thing up, obviously. I mean, I just I can speak in a microphone, but that's about it. And Ryan set it all up, told us everything we needed to get, and he did a great job. And Brother Mark from the Joy FM, he came in to do a little troubleshooting for me, and uh God has people of all kind of talents. That's right. We have a little, at the Ark, we have a little, we call it a studio, and it's just a green screen. We go and shoot videos and different things. We're working on some orientation videos and some training videos for our residents, but uh, we're going to have to go back and revisit it after being here. <laughs> i go ahead and tell you. i tell you, this was a vision that God gave me when I started walking through the suite uh, here at Love and Action. It was just, I think you saw it, it was just oh, horrible yeah. shape, and it, it took a while. But uh, everything according to God's plan and time, and then we were able to, to get it set up and, and, and had people who gave to help us set up this whole suite because th- this is just one room. The rest of the suite is for discipleship and for prayer, yeah. and it's just, it's just awesome. And it's fabulous. It's, it's unbelievable to come in here and see the transformation and just see how, I mean, it's just it's awesome. And so I'm so proud for you all. It's a, it's, a, it's a great space. It's glorifying to the Lord. and. Again, I'm going to have to send some people over here. Maybe <laughs> motivate us to upgrade some of our facilities. Amen. Well, I'll be glad to turn you on to some people I know who can who can tell you what you need. That's right. Oh man, but yeah, God is good. God is great, and we're gonna we're going to talk about Him this morning, and our prayers to bring Him glory That's in right. all we talk about today. And before we we do, Jeff, would you open us up in prayer this I morning? I will. I will. Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We just thank you for the opportunity, Lord, just to, to live another day. And so, Father, I just pray that you would just use us to glorify you, Father. I pray for all of those that are listening, Lord, those that have needs in their life, Father. I pray that you would meet those needs, whether it's health or uh, whether it's uh, physical, mental, spiritual, Lord. We just pray uh, over all the needs of those that are listening. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that uh, you would just use each and every one of us, Father, to point uh, other people uh, to the cross, Lord, that you may reconcile them to yourself. And Lord, we just give you thanks for all your many blessings, your provision, your goodness, your grace, and especially for your son, Jesus. So Lord, we just ask uh, you would just do a mighty and awesome work through this broadcast today and, and through each and every one of our, our lives. And we just give you thanks in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Jeff, one thing I'd like to start out with this morning is talking about the body of Christ and talk about how I believe it's in 1 Corinthians where Paul's talking about the body is made up of many parts. And I think it's so cool when you see that happen. With our ministries, we have seen that over the years uh, and, and how God has worked through us together doing different things. But overall, the overall picture is bringing people to Christ and discipling them and seeing them start out brand new in their lives. And we get to see that happen. We're on the streets 
and you have an incredible in-house program and and we've seen lives just really transformed but it also comes through working together like the, with right. the with brother Cody and over at the harbor with these ministries working together we've seen lives changed over absolutely years. you know we were talking about um a couple of days ago with, with someone i was speaking with someone and we were talking about a couple of the folks that were on the streets that you referred over to us we've got a couple in our program one female and she is just doing fabulous yeah. life talk you know totally turned around then we got another guy uh who is in our program uh getting close to graduating and you know he was living in a tent on the streets for two years and finally just come to a place where he said, hey, I want to want to change. And, you know, you and Cody, kind of the boots on the ground, you know, out there on the front lines, really meeting needs. And uh, not just people who are homeless, but, you know, a lot of people who are in poverty, a lot of people who are in need. And um, it's really cool when we get, you know, when we're able to kind of work together and then you see a life transformed and their lives change forever. That's why we do what we do. It's for the success stories because we see a lot of, there's a lot of heartache in, you know, in our ministry. But when you see someone and you maybe see more potential in them than they do and, uh, or you want it more than they want it, you celebrate those victories and it's cool to see. Those are just two that are in our program now, but over the years there's been many. So working together is definitely key. And you talk about heartaches. We we usually just show the success. That's stories. right. That's right. But what most people don't understand the tremendous heartaches and heartbreaks and disappointments and frustrations that that go into ministries like ours, and it's uh, it, it's tough. And so we do need to celebrate the victories. Yeah, and I think sometimes you know even we as a staff at the Ark sometimes lose focus on what what we're really battling. You know, and you know this, we're on the front lines of spiritual warfare. Yes. Spiritual warfare is so intense in our ministries because, you know, the devil is at war with us for the souls of these men and women that we're we're ministering to. It's, <laughs> I mean, it is, it's real and it's hard. And, uh, you know, I've pastored for probably 15, 16 years. Spiritual warfare is alive and well in the churches too, but I'm going to tell you, it's intense here. So we're in battle. We go to battle every day. And so uh, sometimes we lose perspective of, I think, sometimes of, you know, where the fight comes from. And it, it comes from the enemy. Yes. And, and we need to remember that. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. Yes. We're fighting for the kingdom. And we're fighting for the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And so when you put that in perspective, we're on the side that's going to win. Right. You know, but, but the battle is still real. So we know how it's going to end up, but when you're in the battle, it sometimes it, it can be hard. It is, and that's also why God gives us that armor. Absolutely, that we need to we need to know we need need to understand that. And one key thing about that armor, I don't see where He ever tells us to take it off. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> so we need to right. Be armored up all the time, and it, it is awesome to see transformation. And I think another thing people may not quite understand is, to you and me, it's like okay, this makes perfect sense. Why don't you do it? Well, a person's got to come to that decision right. themselves. And the young lady that you mentioned, I remember back, y'all you know, first started your women's program. I told her, you need to go to the ARC and get your life going again because there you can get that firm foundation established again. And there's no telling what God's going to do in your life if you would do that. And she didn't. And she didn't. And she didn't. Right. And then we went about a year without seeing her. 
then the next time I saw her, she was up at our Samaritan clinic, and she had sent a note. I was down in, in Suite 6 uh, and where our food pantry and stuff's at, and she said, I finally came. Mm-hmm. And so I went up to see her, and she was like, she was so excited that she was at the ARC, and she said, I finally listened, and this is awesome. Oh, yeah. It, you know, Amy uh, Mims is our women's director, and she does a fabulous job. She is awesome. Uh, she come out of recovery uh, herself, and she was, I think, uh, her late 30s before she actually uh, was delivered from that. And she is such a great example and role model to these ladies. Uh, she cares deeply about them, and uh, she's been there and she's done it. So you don't get too many things. You don't get too many <laughs> things by her. She knows all the tricks. But she is doing a fabulous job. Our Women's Center, we can hold uh, 16 ladies. I think we have 16 ladies in right now. So we're full. There's a waiting list. But we're seeing uh, just some great things. You know, at the ARC, I was talking with uh, Cody the other day, and, and he was saying the same thing about the harbor. But, you know, at the ARC, we're having this great spiritual, I don't know if it's an awakening or it's just, just a, God's just really moving, yes. you know. And so when you look at the Women's Center, we have uh, us going through a list. We, we did a report for our board of directors kind of going through each person the other day. And we go through these ladies. It's, you know, baptisms. Uh, I think we had 20 baptisms in the last 12 months Praise of God. residents. And then we have ladies getting GEDs, ladies going to college classes, going to CNA classes, going to cosmetology classes. We have women that are employed, getting driver's license. All of these different things, I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, One of the cool things that we're seeing right now, too, is um, we have several ladies that are paying off their fines. You know, because when you come out of this lifestyle, most of the time you've got some kind of criminal problems, I guess you get some legal problems. Legal problems, yes. And, uh, you know, usually deals with the criminal courts. And I know it's not the topic for the day, but they they really set you up to fail a lot of times. You come out of jail, come out of incarceration, you have all these fines. And um, we're seeing uh, ladies pay their fines off. We've got, I think, three ladies that have paid all their fines, and now they're working on the next thing. And, And we're seeing that with the men's side, too. We're seeing, you know, this kind of spiritual revival on the men's side where a lot of baptisms, a lot of GEDs, a lot of driver's licenses. We had a guy in our program. He got his driver's license the other day. He hadn't had a driver's license in 38 years. Wow. You know, he's 58 years. years old. He just passed his work keys on his GED. He, you know, he got his driver's license, and he was just so proud. I mean, but the the greatest thing that happened to him was he come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. 58 years old, just lived a hard life and had a lot of uh, challenges in his life. And, you know, to be honest, when he came, I thought, man, he's just so hard, you know, so hard. I don't know if he'll ever surrender. And he just came to a place where he finally surrendered. He, and God just really moved in his life. And, and now God's just doing things he never thought could be done you know and so it's just really cool you know when you see those kind of things happen but God's moving 
But when God moves like that, oh, Satan likes to move too. He does. You know? Yes, he and does. So, so that's where the battle is, and we're on the front lines. And, you know, I guess we count it a blessing to be on the front lines because we know God's going to He's gonna bless us, you know, in the end for that. So, Yeah, most definitely. And God is moving, and I think it's exciting for people to understand that because sometimes, especially today, you know, you turn on the news or you, you, you go on your, the news line on your phone, the stream there, and, you know, it's depressing. There's war. There's all kind of struggles, and it's like nothing good is going on in this world. But there really is. And there is. God is moving, and we're seeing the same thing, just, just like uh, you were talking about. Cody and I talked about as well uh, on the radio how we see God moving in people's lives, and it's really it, – it is a spiritual battle, but we're seeing – more people who are, lack of a better term, waking up uh, spiritually and, and seeing that they do need Christ and they are coming to the Lord, they are being baptized, they are being discipled, and we're seeing them come off the streets and and seeing them get into the ark, many of them, and, and it's just it's exciting to see because when, when a life is transformed, it's not just that life that's going to be transformed, but it's their uh, sphere of influence. That's right. Families, mama, daddy, children, brothers, sisters, and grandchildren. And yeah. if you change a life, you I mean, you know, you don't just impact that life, but you impact generations. Right. And that's that's what's very rewarding about the ministry when you see, like the guy was telling you about, you know, um, reconnected with his daughter and his grandchildren. And, awesome. You know, and... Um, We've got another guy in a program just doing phenomenal, a uh, young guy, and um, he was able to reconnect with his child. He has a six-year-old, hadn't seen him since he was six months, and uh, was able to, um, you know, go in and um, hang out with his child for the first time in about five and a half years, and he's building the relationship with the mother and um, you know, with his child, you know, and he's he's being a man and he's paying child support and he's doing the things that a dad's supposed to do, you know. And and six months ago, I don't think he would have ever, he was so immature, but it's like, you know, God's just changed him and he's, you know, prioritizing things in his life. And so it's really cool to, to see those things happen. And again, it's that his changed life. Um, and I baptized him, his changed life now is going to affect his child. Yes. Because his child's young enough that he can impact him positively. Right. right. You know, he can make a difference in his child's life. He's got a lot of years to pour in. So, you know, he's starting to do that now, and that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, it is. And, and, and that's the key right there too, Jeff. I, I know you know as well as I do that one of the hardest things to do when you're you're trying to work with somebody, minister, mentor, whatever term you want to use there, is to convince them that they need Jesus first. Right. Because often it's, oh, I, I got to get a job so I can get money, or I, I got to get another relationship, which right. they definitely don't need. Uh, I always say, get yourself straight first before before you go that round. But, but the ones who realize, yes, I do need Jesus first. I need to get founded in him, get that foundation set. That's when true transformation takes place. It is, and, you know, and that's the key. And we teach, you know, it's a 12-month program. They've got four to six months. They do a um, about a four-month Bible study is really what it is, this intense Bible study. And I and I tell people, you know, because we have people that go through our program that don't make a, a, a commitment to Christ, 
And, you know, one of the things I tell them is, you know, you can use the principles that are in God's word and apply them to your life and you can make better decisions and you can live what the world would call a successful life. You know, but if you miss Jesus, what's it worth? I mean, what is it worth if you, you know, have a nice car and have a, a nice family and, and have all the pleasures of the world and die and go to hell? I mean, you missed it. And so if you miss a relationship with Christ, you've missed the most important relationship that anyone could ever have in all eternity. Yeah. You know, and so that's something that, that we can't manufacture. It's got to be something that's in their hearts. Right. Uh, but we can, you know, be an example. We can point them and we can, you know, we can take them to the cross, but they got to, you know, they got to go from there. And so, but it's, it's a personal decision, but we just got to point them to Jesus and let Jesus do the rest, you know. Right. It's like scripture says, well, it's a profit of man to gain the whole world That's forfeit right. his soul. That's the thing. People look too much at the what, what's right in front of them and just think that, okay, uh, you know, so mon- money is the, is, is the answer to my problems, which it's not. Mm-hmm. Or a relationship with somebody is the answer to my problems. And it's not, unless that relationship is with Jesus Christ. And we tell folks, look, it is important to have a job. It is important. You know, we want you to be successful. But just like you said, it, it's not, you're not going to be that success that, that, and everything that God has planned for you if you don't give your life to him. Yeah, and that's, that's some of the, you know, one of the big misconceptions of, of people that, that we deal with coming through our program is they think, hey, if I'm not using drugs, you know, if I've got a job, if I've got money in my pocket, you know, if, you know, if I have a relationship, it, you know, everything's good. But without Jesus, it's incomplete. Right. You know, there's still going to be uh, that void and that eternal void. And, you know, uh, again, that's just something that um, they've got to, you know, the Holy Spirit's got to work in them and they got to receive that and and um and and one of the hardest things that that we see in people uh and it's true in my own life is just surrender right you know right. Or, you know surrendering just letting go of all of the stuff that that you think you need that you don't need you know we think we've got to have that relationship in our life and and uh or that you know you know or that that money in our pocket or but it, it's Jesus that we need. Right. And, and when we surrender, that means not being in control. Right. And, 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 and that's hard for us to, to do. Right. It's, that's uh, right. Because we like to be in control. That's right. But when we realize that Jesus is Lord of all anyway, mm-hmm. and we surrender to him and just, just, Give up control to him. Doesn't mean we're not doing anything. Yeah. But we're doing it with his guidance, with his directions, with his blessings, and with his favor, and and, and that just changes everything. Absolutely. And and you've seen uh, a lot of transformation over yeah. the years at the Ark. Yeah. Um. You know, we were, we were talking about. I think you and I and Cody were talking about a guy that we um all ministered to. Uh, his name's Stephen, and, and he went through a program. Um. He was a uh, had a four year degree. For, I think he, he had a four year degree from Alabama. Was into politics. Roll big time. time, yeah, roll time. And um, you know, but he we just lost half our audience right there. But that's okay. Oh no, that, yeah. That's a, <laughs> well, you know, Jesus went to the cross for that other half. That's of the right. Audience he did. Too. He did. 
just I'm 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 digging a hole, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, okay. Let's move forward. Yeah, let's Stephen. move forward. So so, uh, but he you know he went to he had a degree from Alabama. Um, was big time in the political scene. Did a lot of lobbying and different things. Uh, ended up uh, on drugs, meth, and lost everything. Um, I think uh, you and Cody ministered to him. Uh, he was homeless. He wound up homeless. And I don't know. Do you remember how long he was on the streets? I can't I, remember. I can't remember. Yeah, um, but it was, it was a little while. Yeah, he was. He was on the streets for a while. Uh, come through our program, and uh, you know, went through everything. He actually um, uh, got a CDL, and he he um, when he left our program, he was actually driving a truck. But I think Cody talked had contacted or had contact with him recently. Right. And uh, he's at Georgetown working on his master's. That what right? university is that, Jeff? Yeah, George, was it Georgetown? Georgetown, yes. That's right. And, you know, that is not an easy no, university to get into. And so he's, you know, so we, we, we look at that and say, wow, you know, he made it, you know, to that next level. I mean, we've got a guy. I mean, and, you know, we've got a lot of people uh, that have um, entered college, who started college. We've right. got one guy. Uh, Lyndon, he's our, our warehouse manager, and he's a graduate of our program, had a really tough, uh, went through some tough things in his life. But, you know, God saved him, transformed him. Uh, he is working on a, he wants, he feels like God's leading him to be a counselor and hopefully counseling people at the ark. Um, but he finished his first year of, of college. He said, you know, what I need to do, and I, we sat down, and so he's going to Wallace for two years. He's finished one year. He's he'll finish Wallace next summer, and then he's going to Liberty University, um, and get he's going to get his um, bachelor's in, I guess, psychology, and then he's moving on. He's going to stay get his master's, so he can be a licensed counselor. So, wow. God's just moved in his life in an amazing way. And uh, one of the things I think that that one of the keys, and I was talking to our, our residents the other day about this, was. Surrounding yourself with people, you know, who are godly people. And we actually talked, you know, I, I use this analogy of, you know, when you come into the ark on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the most desirable person on earth, you know, it, what were you? Right. And so they're like, well, I was a 1 or I was a 2. Or some of them like, well, I was a 3, you know. And then we talk about, you know, if, if you surround yourself with 2s, you're always going to be a 2. That's right. But you need to surround yourself with eights and nines and tens, and you got to kind of change. The, you can't think like a two. You got to think like a ten. And so, how do you do that? Well, you surround yourself with them. And and a lot of and and we have one one of our ladies said, "Well, if you're a two, uh, how do you get it to hang out with a ten? I said, "That's a great question, but I can answer it. It's church. Yeah, yeah. you go to church. I said, you know, when I got saved." I went to Sunday school and I had a millionaire sitting in there and then I had a hundred air. Right. And I was in between. You know, and and you surround yourself with godly, successful people. And that's one thing Lyndon's done. I was bragging on him because, you know, he's he's meeting with people who are godly men that are successful businessmen, successful leaders in our community. But he doesn't just talk to one of them. He meets weekly with three or four. He goes to Bible study, you know, with two or three. Bible study. He's actually leading a Bible study at the harbor on Wednesday morning. That's awesome. And so God's just moving his life. But, but you know, if you're looking for 
what's the old saying? If you show me your friends, I'll show you where you'll be in five years. Right, right. Look at your friends now. And, you know, surround yourself with godly, successful people and listen and learn and apply. Right. You know, God will raise you up. And, and so that's what we're trying to encourage people to do. Surround yourself with the people who you want to be. Right. Maybe you're not there yet. Right. But that can apply to all of us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, listen, learn, and apply. Yeah, I mean, and that's those, those are three keys right there. Yeah, I've got you know with the ark, and I know with you as well. Sometimes we get to you know meet people who are affluent or you know made it in in, in business or whatever. And I always ask them, you know, can you just tell me one or two things that that I could do? Right. To lead the ark in a way, you know, what's some advice you can give me to say if you were me at the ark, what would you tell me to do? Right. You know, to make the ark better. Right. And and, and it's important to do that because I've done that over the years myself. You know, I've gone into some offices and just said, "Look, I'm not here for a donation. Yeah, I'm here because I want some. I I want to pick your brain. I, I want some, some wisdom. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, some wisdom and knowledge here, and and then apply that." Yeah. And, and, you know, I've, I've done that with, uh, with businessmen, uh, successful businessmen. I've done it with people who are successful in ministry. Mm-hmm. And because people either don't realize, don't like to talk to it. There's a business side to ministry because we got to operate, right? You, we got to have do. funds to operate. And, and so, so, you know, that's why we, we've, we both, we've sat down with successful businessmen before and, and, and see how they became successful. Right. And so some of those strategies we can put to work in ministry. Yeah. Then obviously people who are in ministry, it's just great to learn what are you doing? How did you do that? And yeah. And so you learn and, and you apply. And exactly. It's just like it's just like James tells us, you know, be doers of the word mm-hmm. and, and not hearers only. And and so that's the same when we get this when we get great advice and we, we hang out with people like you're talking about. Yeah. And and you and you you know you don't just apply that to your ministry or to your job, but you can apply that to your personal walk. Yes, you know you know how what what I need to do in my personal finances to to you know to to get where God would would want me to be. You know I, because we can always be better stewards. Right. You know we can always you know we can always be better uh, stewards and and uh, of our time, money, talents, resources. All of those things. Yes, uh, and 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 again, the key is is, is application. Application, absolutely. You know, I tell folks all the time: you can read the Bible from cover to cover, and that's a great thing to do. But if if, if you don't apply it, it's not doing you a bit of good. That's right. Just to have that that head knowledge, uh, we've got to apply it. And Jeff, we have, we are already out of time. That was you were right. It's, it's going it to be quick. By, it goes by quick. So, <laughs> uh, would you like to come back next week and we can absolutely, talk some more? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to come out and and uh, and sharpening me this this morning, and so encouraging iron, me. Iron Thank sharpers you. iron, brother. That's and, right. Uh, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch uh, with you or, or get in touch with Art and see how. They can they can help you guys there. How can they do that? Well, they can call seven nine four seven two two three, or if you just want information, you can go to our website. It's thearkdothan.org. Um, or you can check us out on Facebook. We 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 do a lot of updates there on Facebook. But you know, God's really blessing us, and and um, and so we just thank everybody for their support. It's it, because without people supporting us, we wouldn't be able to help. Um, you know, these individuals and, and their families. That's right. 
And, and I hope some of these uh, testimonies that uh, we've shared today will encourage folks to do just that because uh, it takes the whole body of Christ working together to change a life. And when people support ministries like the ARC, right. uh, then, then you're, you're helping to, to change lives. And like Jeff said, change generations. Change generations. And so, uh, brother, thank you for joining hey, us. And we'll, we'll, we'll gather back next week and, and talk some more. And, right. and so everybody out there, I hope you have a great rest of the day, a good week coming up. Remember, Jesus loves you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.